Uh, I don't have any housekeeping this week. Justin, do you have any housekeeping this week? Uh, nothing, no. No, sir. All right. Well, uh, uh, mostly because uh, my family and I will at least, probably when this comes out, we'll be back from our Hawaiian vacation, but to make sure that we had some uh, things in the can, uh, we wanted to record a couple podcasts, and this afforded itself because it's uh, almost nothing track, but before we get into it, uh, uh, traveling, Justin, do you... Um, do you like offer for the exit row? Or do you ever pay extra for legroom or anything like that? You know what? <clears throat> I no. I will go into the exit row uh-huh. uh, if it's offered that, or if yeah. it's offered. Um, I won't pay extra. However, yeah, they started I doing have, that, and I feel like only in the last five or six years that they started charging more for that row. Yeah, um, I you know, and I haven't flown that much, and so mm-hmm. I don't know. And Southwest has been pretty good in general as far as pricing uh, across the board with the yeah. extra luggage and i think it's two carry-ons now or something like that oh that's good yeah that's a, then it's included um but like amenities like that i've received them like gratis you know they'll they'll offer them for free and i'll go I, i'm i might consider this next time there's other perks that i've taken advantage of where i don't know if i could ever go back mm. um, not necessarily with traveling uh with traveling pleasures like that, maybe more of like going to a theme park and upgrading to certain things where it allows us to get on a ride faster, the fast pass kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah we yeah. didn't do that in the past. I was like, this is just a racket, but no, it's not actually. <laughs> you can, you can really uh, maximize. I think back in the day it probably was, but now it's become kind of like if you want to get stuff done, you kind of have to go that yeah. route. And uh, right. yeah, even that, like, um, yeah. So we, you know, uh, to talk about this. Talking about travel, right? And going to theme parks and all that stuff. When we went to sure. uh, Tokyo Disney Park. Well, we went to Tokyo. Uh, went to Japan. Obviously, I'm a giant there, right? And right. everything <laughs> is meant for much smaller people. So not only that, but then we're going to the Disney parks. And th- that's towards the end of our two-week trip in Japan. And I am shot. So we go and we go to talk to guest services and we know that they offer here at Disneyland it's called a DAS disability uh, access service and it's not quite a fast pass but it's basically like i'm not going to be able to stand in line for 2 and 3 hours so can you give me a return time that's the equivalent of the wait time for the thing so i don't have to stand in line for it so basically you go up to haunted mansion it's a 2 hour wait at 8 a.m. they're going to give you a fast pass for a return at 10 a.m. is essentially what it is and you have to give them a reason i basically told them i've got a knee thing <laughs> this is jimmy epod <laughs> Pause. But I, actually, I, I do have a I neat was, thing. I was waiting for the rest of your story, and I go, "Oh my god, that look!" He just dropped it. <laughs> I do have a neat thing, um, and uh, and yeah, because of it, I I don't opt, I don't pay extra for knee room, but I always am angry because of my knee thing. It always sucks. Yeah. So um, yeah, I have a knee thing, Justin. Yeah, very. You know what? You you do. <laughs> and <laughs> so uh, is that is that. The, the is it DAS? Was it Disability Access Service? Yeah, they don't announce that, but you can go up to guest services and request it, and it's something mm-hmm. that you can say. I mean, oh, so and so in my party has. Uh, I mean, really, like, let's say you broke your leg, and I've done this when I I didn't break my leg, but when I hurt my knee for the for the 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 week I hurt my knee. We went to Disneyland. We we're like, hey, I'm in a wheelchair. Let's go to Disneyland. And I very much got 
the the pass for us to all go on Space okay. Mountain and all that stuff and not have to wait in line. It was great. Sweet. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It is something they offer. You have to get it at uh, City Hall or guest services. You go talk to a plaid, and they'll uh, make sure that you know how to utilize it. And then they ask how many people are in your party, so you can't just like have somebody show up later and try to jump into your party and be part of your DAS and all that stuff. But uh, DAS, uh, I don't always use it at Disneyland, um, but uh, on days when my knee is flaring up, and uh, uh, I uh, am known to take advantage of it. Well, let me ask you something else then about Disney, since we're on that subject. And, and also, you know, other uh, patrons of ours are in Florida at, at other Disney parks, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we've talked about, is it Club 42? Club 33. Uh-huh. Club Club 33. <laughs> we've talked about that. That's pretty well known. What's what's the most, well, I, that you could discuss, obviously. I mean, I, I don't know if there's anything. 21 Royal is a, is like a club within a club at club 33. And it's the jazz club, the private jazz club at, uh, at club 33 above New Orleans square. And there's also 1901, which is the private, uh, members only club at California adventure and the Carthay circle theater. Um, yeah. Is, uh, so those are the, the, the most obscure things that you've been privy to there. Yeah, I mean, there's other cool things. Like, I would say, like, if it's your birthday, go ask City Hall if you can drive the Mark Twain, and they'll let you up into the wheelhouse of the Mark Twain, and you can uh, blow the whistle and do all that stuff. If you want, you can um, become a uh, an engineer and an honorary engineer, and they'll let you ride in the tender car of the of the uh, Disneyland Railroad, but you have to get on at Main Street and get off at Main Street. And they used to, uh, Walt, when uh, Club 33 was built, he wanted to build something for Lillian, his wife. So he had the Lily Bell. She always lamented that Walt built all these trains around their property up in uh, uh, the Hollywood Hills and all that stuff. But uh, he finally had the Imagineers build a caboose for the railroad uh, at Disneyland to her specifications. And it was basically a presidential car for uh, people to utilize to get around the park, literally around the park, but you could get to Club 33 specifically on this private enclosed caboose called the Lily Bell. It used to be that you could get there early enough and ask, and if you, if, if basically it was up to the cast member, if they deemed you, uh, 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 cool enough, I guess you could ride in the Lily Bell and I've done it, uh, <laughs> twice. But I don't think they're giving Lily Bell rides anymore. I don't know yeah. for sure. And then there's other weird, obscure things. Like, um, remember when Chevron uh, was sponsoring the Utopia cars for a while? Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a Chevron lounge in the queue area of Utopia. The queue kind of at one point goes like over near um, the Nemo subs. There's like a yeah. round building. Yeah. In the center of that is like a lounge that you could go into. And sometimes there's like special events where it's like if you're a Chase Guard customer, you could do a special character meet and greet. They use those spaces for that stuff, stuff now. Uh-huh. Another cool thing is the um, at speaking of Nemo subs, if you're claustrophobic and don't want to actually get into the submarine, they have what's called the Marine Observation Deck, I want to say it's called. Uh, oh no, Marine Observation Outpost, M-O-O, the Moo. And you can basically go into what looks like a uh, diving 
locker room where there's like uh, scuba suits on the wall and all this type of stuff with Easter eggs in the lockers and a, and a nice uh, air conditioned room, benches uh, and a flat screen on the wall that plays a nicely shot version of the Nemo submarine voyage without you actually going underwater. So if you're like a wheelchair That's a nice bound option. or something like that, so you can do that and you could ask to do it. If you just don't want to get into the sub, you can just go do that instead. So you can say, Oh, can we ride in the moo? And you can do that. You can also ask to ride in the front of the monorail if you want. And that's a fun one. Um, I love the Davy, uh, Davy Crockett canoes. No one else does. I think that's something <laughs> you and I would really like to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's literally, it's not on a track. It is 100% guest powered. And that ride is as long as you want it to be, depending on how quickly you're. You have to go rowing. on to Tom Sawyer Island to get to. No, you enter, you enter right near uh, the exit of uh, Haunted Mansion. Between the exit of Haunted Mansion and the entrance of Splash Mountain or really like Hungry Bear Restaurant. Uh, it's right there. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, that's the Davy Crockett canoes. And uh, these are like the unknown things at Disneyland that most people will wouldn't know about that I think are worth the trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. So, you know, so there's other weird things like there's Easter eggs in the Toy Story Midway. Uh, not Toy Story Midway Mania. Um, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters. There's, you know, Easter eggs for you to like be able to get your score up really, really, really high. Um, and, uh, other, you know, VIP lounges, uh, and stuff like that. But I think we covered most of the, most of the cool stuff. And if you want, and I think we've talked about the Napa Rose, which is at the Grand Californian Hotel. It's like one of the most incredible restaurants. If you're okay paying two to $300 a person, I highly recommend going to the chef's table at the Napa Rose where the chef won't even give you anything on the menu. He'll just talk to you, have a conversation with you, find out what you like and what you don't like and make a meal completely custom to you that Damn. tells a story and all this shit. And it's like one of the best meals you'll ever have. It's incredibly expensive, but amazing date night. If you're really just down to like throw guava cash out. burn money <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and they closed steakhouse 55 recently which is kind of a bummer i think i was robert leininger's favorite restaurant yeah uh, who we will one day have on this yeah show. <laughs> <laughs> so that is i think that if anybody has any other disney questions let us know and we'll maybe do a patreon episode where uh I fire up Robert and Anthea and Susie and we do a remain seated please style episode for the patrons. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, shall we talk anything? Yeah. Uh, right. yeah, we should <laughs> You had me going there. Yeah, well, let's talk uh, track notes. <laughs> All right. So, anything. Uh this is from what's called the 1993 demo which came out in January of 94. Uh there's also this bootleg vinyl that it ended up getting pressed onto if you remember uh, no one knew who made it or anything, but it had that Jimmy World Baseball font on it. Yeah. <laughs> and it came with basically the 94 demo and a bunch of other random tracks. Um, Static Prevails demo, I guess. And it says maybe pressed in Japan. <laughs> uh, so that's all the information we have on that. In terms of the 93 demo, which is Jimmy Eat World, period, uh, all uh, 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 no sentence case, no spaces, or anything like that. This is the uh, cassette that is the drawing of Jim, uh, Jimmy eating the world. Um, and Mitch told us he was holding it in his hand at the time, if you remember. And even his yeah, version had extra songs on it. And uh, we've talked about the liner notes uh, for this release. Um, 
which uh, included uh, Jimmy Eat World is Tom Linton vocals guitar, Jim Atkins guitar vocals, Mitch Porter bass, Zach Lynn drums, recorded by Jason Borman between the hours closely separating the 20th and 21st days of 1994. Thank you, Joel Lebo. Thank you, Ophir. Safina, thank you, Jeff Menninger, and I Ate the Sandbox. Thank you, Aaron, Balkan, and Nothing Cool. And thank you, Copyright 1994, Jimmy Eat World, all lowercase, no space. Oh, and yeah, comma, play this loud. And there are pictures of people uh, eating. Eating and just <laughs> with food in their mouths. <laughs> um, and uh, then this song. Uh, every song has a uh, has a little iconography on the back end. This is a uh, uh, very Riddler esque. It's a uh, anything which I want to talk about the kerning that they have on the text here. Uh, any thin G, <laughs> uh, and then uh, in quotes drawn il- or illustrated quotes a question mark, a bubbly style question mark. Um, and every now and again, I try to remind. Uh, Justin, oh yeah, weren't we going to trace over all these yep. one day? Yeah, uh, this has very little detail, but uh, maybe we'll do it. I don't think we ever did. Did we even do the song "Ugly Kid" yet? Because that one no, looks like it's going to be. We haven't done that one. A bitch yeah, to trace over. But Wait, which one is it? Let me look at these now. So oh we've yeah, got, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. The it's the ugly question kid has like the most detail, uh, and that's not going to be fun. Uh, maybe grounded, which we did do, and we didn't trace over that. Nah, man, but. I can do that one. Uh, grounded, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, we there's a couple we haven't done. Yeah, uh, definitely the last one I remember doing was top heavy because of those. Knockers. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what knockers? <laughs> uh, so yeah, there it is. Produced by Jason Borman, as we said. Um, recorded at uh, now. I put Phoenix Recording Company. I forget. I think that, excuse me, I think that's what Mitch said, right? Is where they recorded this. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then writing credits, Jimmy World. Uh, singer is Tom, featuring Mitch, uh, who I got a little blurb from, and not much else. There's 408 listeners with 1,084 scrobbles, zero of which were for me. Justin, how many did you have? I have one. Nice. One scrobble. August 4th, 2011 at 12.03 a.m. That's why. The most I listened to it was while I was making this and I uploaded it to YouTube, but I downloaded the or I downloaded the song from my library, threw it into Final Cut, made the YouTube version and I listened to it a couple times from there. (laughs) So no struggles. (laughs) Um, And then in terms of structure, I wrote down some things like there's the classic string finger slide at the beginning. Then a little feedback. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not a pick slide. It's just you can hear the the fingerprints rubbing on the nickel wound strings. Uh, then feedback clicks in and they jump right into the song lyrically. Um, I think the chorus is actually pretty interesting and good. Um, right. I like wanted to the, get your take on what lyrics I had uh, discerned. Oh, yeah. From I discerned, listening to yeah, it. Yeah, we'll go over them for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I wrote some down. They, these were pretty clear, I think. Um, yeah, I didn't there was have... a couple of spots in the chorus I have questions. Oh, okay, interested. I, I felt pretty confident, I think, so I'm interested to see if our notes line up. Um, there's some chugs and discordant sounds in the post-chorus I wrote down. Uh, same second verse in chorus. Oh, and then I, I called the bridge musical break thrash unreal, which is a oh, yeah. term that uh, Jimmy World has used in the past. Um, yeah. And then there's vocals, then there's a post-bridge musical break. Oh, and then a double-time thrash outro. 
dope. And then classic uh, hit at the end with a bass flub, which Mitch mentioned to me and a uh and uh like a, yeah. one of those classic yep classic yeah. <laughs> in the studio room yeah. room tone uh yep. yeah <laughs> so that it's is funny. all i have for structure of the song there was obviously nothing on uh anything else but i felt like the song was clear enough that i was like fuck yeah. I, could, I could do like an acoustic cover of this but i just didn't have time yeah covid and all <laughs> sure um, and my, my first note on this is two minutes of straight thrashing. So you and I both had the same yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thrash <laughs> unreal. Kind of, oh, and yeah, I maybe. forget if I said this is track five of seven. Yes, track five of seven. All right, let's jump into these lyrics. I, I'm interested to hear uh, what you grasp from uh, listening to this. Did you uh, listen? I don't think it made any difference, but did you go back to the archive.org, uh, the Flack versions of I the I did track? not listen to the Flack. No, I just listened to the MP3. Let me go back to that page to see yeah. if there, I don't think and there was And since this is here. one of them early ones, uh, let's go ahead and play that while we listen. Yeah, here. Or listen um, while we talk, it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'll play it on my end, and yeah, then yeah. here we go. So I'll just go through, I'll go through the whole first verse. All right, here we go. Back in the day, Sweet. So both yes. uh, four lines twice, right? Yeah. Got it. Not going to change a single thing for you. Yep. Not going to be what you want me to. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right? what I got. All right. And that's how I, what I'm thinking here is I'm not going to change anything about my personality for you. In fact, I'll never be what you want me to be. Yep. Uh, and then the second time, uh, and I'll go as far as to say that I'm not going to change anything about you. Uh, I'm not going to change a single thing with you. That's what I heard that second time. So oh, first verse is not going to change a single thing for you. I thought it was exactly you. the same. I think there was a little bit of a difference. I listened to it a couple of times. Not going to change a single thing with you. Oh, okay. Um, not going to be what you want me to. What's the use? We'll never please one another. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, right. I get it. Okay. Let me turn this down a little bit. Is that a little too loud for you? No, it sounds great. All right, here we go. I'm going to keep it up. Crank it then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I really like, I think it's really cool that they have, the chorus is two lines repeated, but musically, it's four different chords. Does that make sense? Describe that again, because I was <laughs> scrubbing back for a sec. So you, sure. the chorus, which is like, yeah. And if this is all saying to you, I might as well be dead. And if this is all saying to you, I might as well be dead. But the music underneath the first two lines is different than the music underneath the second two lines, which are identical to the first two. So it'd be easy to make music and lyrics just repeat twice. But the music, the, the, the chorus musically is evolving while the lyrics are staying the same. I think that's kind of an interesting thing. And that might be, yeah. I, I may be over explaining it, but that's kind of how I see music. No, and I, and I wouldn't I have written it like, that way. It's like can I think isn't that the song the canon? Pop Bell's canon, yeah. Canon indeed. So it's like it's got the 
So you could probably sing the same vocal line over that. Yeah. But the second half is like it's it's a different type of progression. Is that what you're getting at with this whole thing? Yeah. It's a different type of progression. And even though the lyrics are remaining the same. The lyrics are the music is not staying the same to match. If that makes right sense. now, here's what and, and you're talking about the chorus, which is what we just listened to, Correct. right? I would call that now. The chorus, that yeah. what threw me off though, what kind of caught me off guard was when you said the lyrics stay the same. But to me, the lyrics oh, are not the same. Okay, for this. so let's, yeah. So I got Tom singing anything shits all the same to you, or oh. it could be anything it's all the same to you. Uh, I might as well be dead. You got no business is all I say to you. So I put you got no what business in quotes. You I might listen. as well be dead. All right, we got to listen right. to that again. This is what I have. <laughs> and if this is all the same to you, I might as well be dead. And if this is all the same to you, I might as well be dead. Okay, well, here we go. Let's listen to it again. I'm going to pull back to, let's see, 16. Let's see. I don't know, man. I hear you got no business. All I say to you, you got oh, no business. Oh, yeah. I don't hear. I it. do hear your first lyric though, where yeah. it says, "And if it, it, and if this is all the same to you, I might as well be dead." I hear that. And so you're thinking this other one is something. I think about it's, you got no business. <laughs> you got no business. All I say to you, you got no business. All I say to you. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna drag it back real quick and do this. I want to just listen to it again. Sixteen, right? <laughs> maybe yeah i mean i definitely hear I, w- I would change mine so and if this is all the same to you i might as well be dead you got no business all i say to you well it could be i mean again he's just he's, he's just kind of gibberish uh i say again you fuck my wife like, you fuck my wife you fuck my wife <laughs> there it is <laughs> uh so in these in these four lines i think uh, the, the Tom's saying, if I'm this or that, what you want or what you hate, it's never going to be any different. I yep. might as well be dead. It, yep. it, it makes no difference. Um, and who do you think you are? Who do you think you are asking mm-hmm. me to be somebody else? And then I think my line here is a punk rock rules, baby. Because <laughs> yeah, right. just saying fucking all. So uh, who do you who do you think you are asking me to be someone else? You got no business is all I say to you. You got no business here. Uh so whether or not he says you got no business or anything, it's all the same to you, I might as well be dead. So now I understand what you mean by the same four lines. Right. Right. And then the, the, the old Pockle Bells uh, cannon underneath. Right. Okay. And then we got verse two, same as verse one. Yep. And then chorus, same as the chorus before. Yep. But we do have an, a, a lovely little bridge here. So I'm glad they yep. put the bridge in here. Just do it yourself, right? Yep. I don't even know where this is. Let's, let's let me see if I can try to find this. This is gonna be, oh boy, looking at this. <laughs> I love that they have the waveform and this uh, this flak file. Oh, it's just cool because it's so it's so detailed. This flak form. Uh, let me see if this is where we're. It's we are. not just a brick. Just 
<laughs> well, I did it all myself. All right, so you got him saying, just do it yourself. Just do it yourself. I did it all myself. Be your own person. Yep. I did it myself, and look where I am. I'm in a state of enlightenment. That's what You'll I. You'll never be happy if you're constantly trying to please others. Be selfish. I did it. So can you. <laughs> but he's, he's screaming it. Just do it yourself. Just do it yourself. I did it all myself. And then let's listen to this last little. Uh, did you have any di- different lyrics there? Nope. Okay, exactly. All right. And then, <laughs> all right, here we go. I love <laughs> not going to be anything to you is what I wrote four times. But is there a from you in there or no? Nope, no, no, I got not going to be anything to you. So maybe I'm wrong with the with the that uh, thing up there with the with you and for you. But yeah, I got not yeah. going to be anything to you. Yeah. And what did I say here? Reminder. Oh yeah, the old reminder. If it didn't, if it didn't uh, get you the first time, maybe yeah. it'll get you this time. Reminder that I'm not going to be anything to you. I'll never be that perfect person. Yeah. Pursuit of this is futile. Yeah. So, yeah, the name of the song, I don't know what it has to do with the lyrics, unless the chorus does say anyth- anything. I mean, anything the outro is it. Is all yeah. the same to you, yeah. Oh, yeah, anything like, Not going to be you anything oh, yeah. to you. Of course, yeah, they would call it anything. Okay, yep. Yeah. Right. Just, <laughs> what's the name of the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but you're right. If the, if the earlier anythings are in there or not, I don't know. But Yeah. All right. So now we'll get into track notes. <laughs> um, so, and this has been track notes. <laughs> yeah. Today, today at 1.10 p.m. I write, no pressure, but we're doing the track Anything from the 1994 demo and are coming up short. Any fun facts about this one you can recall? So you don't have to pull out the cassette deck. I provide Mitch Porter with a link to the song. And uh, here's what Mitch had to say. Not, I mean, he wrote back almost immediately. Uh, is it going to tell me what time he wrote back? Yeah, nine minutes later. Man, Ooh. why do they have me turned up so high? Cringe face. That last <laughs> note also perfectly sums up me early on. Close, but not quite on the beat. I think this was the first song to drop off the set list as newer songs were written. Other than that, I got nothing. And I tell him that's the perfect bite for the show. Thanks. Oh, man. And, uh, and then he does go on to say, you bet. I bought Dan Ozzy's book. Interesting read. Got my feelings hurt for like three minutes. I'm good now. <laughs> and I did tell him, I was like, I think that's fair reading it, uh, reading it as text on the page. I think it was a little more tongue in cheek on the audio version. Yeah. Nothing sounded malicious. Have a great Sunday. And thanks for always being a great resource and sport. Oh, so, man. What I'm a so dude. glad he's he's so responsive. He and, is. And I couldn't believe it. Willing to help. Yeah. Yeah. So I think <sighs> I, I I mean still I love hearing him his commentary on his own playing and uh and just mentioning <laughs> I wrote bass flub at the end right <laughs> yeah. and then he even mentioned it so that's great and it's like one one quarter beat off beat yeah. the burp. <laughs> <laughs> although uh what uh, the demo of believe in what you want 
Rick was all over the place. Like sometimes he would just stop playing for a sec, <laughs> dropped his pick <laughs> or something. <laughs> but he was playing finger style, so yeah, I don't know. Finger style, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cramp. <laughs> okay, so here we go. I was looking at the. Oh, do you have any track notes? <laughs> <laughs> not a one, man. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking at the artwork, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not missing it, right? It's anything one word, not anything. But on the back of the right. cassette, it looks like anything. So it got me wondering. <laughs> Uh, about compound words versus words that are separate. So I l- just Google compound words versus two words in Grammarly. You're familiar with Grammarly, the browser plugin yes. and all that stuff that you can do. So Grammarly has a like a guide to uh, things, and it gave me five compound words and five words that are separate that can sometimes get confused. So, Justin, I <laughs> have created a game called right. Anything or any. <laughs> thing and uh and here here is the thing i i took the five examples of compound words and five examples of words that get mistaken for compound words and i jumbled them up and uh i have uh figured i would quiz you and if you lose you'll hear this (laughs) okay and if you win you'll hear this So that is how the game is oh, played. Sick. Justin, oh, this is awesome. Have any questions before we get into the anything or anything? I just hope if every day is on there, I get that one right. Let's see. Uh, it is not on here. Great. Then what's I the am one screwed. I miss up all the time? Uh, and I didn't think of it because I was like, oh, all the examples are given to me. Let me see if any of the ones that I mess up. No, it's um, everyone or everybody. I feel like I always want everybody to be one word and it's not or vice versa i always forget anyway uh, neither of those are on here justin here we go bookstore (laughs) bookstore oh bookstore is that's one word that's that's one compound word one word nicely done (laughs) nicely done uh so uh why don't you keep track if you will while i uh man the soundboard here uh so you're you're one for one right now Uh the next word is coffee mug. Oh boy. Um I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to say that's two words. Nicely done. All right. All right. I love the soundboard thing. It's great. Yeah, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) Two for two. Give me eight more of those, baby. Come on. Dinner table. Dinner table. Ugh. Kids come and sit at the dinner table. Nicely done. Three for three, sir. (laughs) All right. Fireman. Fireman is one word. I, give you anything, anything. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. You're nailing it. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't. I didn't read these at all. I mean, some of these, I'm like, really? <laughs> but I, you know, Grammarly says. I, I guess these are in the top confused words. Full okay. moon. Full oh, moon. Full moon's two words. Oh, see. The M1 trackpad, I swear, is not as reliable as you want it to be. Living room. Living room. Oh. um, I'm going to say that's one word. Compound together. Dang it. Two words. Mm. Uh, What did Steve from Blue's Clues write everything down in in his handy dandy? Notepad. I'm going to say that's one word. It was notebook, but yes, I'll give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, you're doing well. Uh, what, what's the score right now? Are you? What are you? So I've got seven? six, six correct, one incorrect. Yeah, sweet. 
uh, you're you're looking to buy a home, you're you're looking to invest in real estate. Real estate. Uh, two words. All right. You're in a uh, Zack Snyder film, and uh, you're you're a superhero. You are Superman. Oh, one Superman. word. Nicely done. And finally, uh, I don't really know what this is, but for Night Out the Magic Castle, you might put on your waistcoat. Oh, <laughs> that's one waistcoat word. That's is. one word. Yeah. Nicely done, dude. Yeah. Uh, there it is. Uh, I can't believe I got living room wrong. I should have just, you know, that's okay, man. Thought about it for a second. You did but really well. Ninety percent. I still got an A. I was gonna mix it up with some hyphenated words, but the hyphen the hyphens were either ors. It was it depended on how they were used in a sentence, and I didn't want right. to elongate the game in such a way. So um, there it is. That is anything or anything. Thank you, David. That was beautiful. Thanks, I've never, that's my first time playing a game. I loved it. Yeah, I had fun. I had fun doing the soundboard and putting it together, uh, and uh, that was a, a good time was had by all. All right, so uh, the song that I was playing, are you familiar with that song growing up here yeah, in Southern California? A drama-rama, California, right? A drama-rama, anything, anything. Uh, and that is a uh, terrific track uh, that was played ad nauseum here uh, in the L.A. area on KROQ. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> Allie and Bean are going to have Jed the Fish on soon. I'm very are excited. Are they really? Yeah. <laughs> he's, hard to, he's hard to lock down, if you can believe it. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, Bean recently played the What if your name was Asshore <laughs> uh, clip. Classic clip, Jed huh? the Fish. Classic. Uh, <laughs> Jed the freaking fish. Jed the fish. Uh, so, yeah, that is that. that I mean, Outside of Mitch's contributions and us diving into the lyrics and all that stuff, I made a rave DJ of... Uh, I can't believe it. It's called any... Uh, what is it called? Any... Thinny thing. Anything... Anything-y thing. <laughs> um, and I mixed Dramarama with the Jimmy World track, Anything. Uh, it's uh, not great, if I recall. So let's take okay. a look. <laughs> Like it started out a little strong, it, yeah. but I don't know what it's doing now. It can't catch its footing. It's like it's tripped. I like the kind of like little lead guitar part, kind of like staying as the through line. Yeah. Hey, now this part's cool.
So much bass. Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, it's all bass now. You goddamn it! <laughs> that sounded like he said, "I'll give you doctor bills." <laughs> any thinny thing, any thinny thing, <laughs> any thinny thing, <laughs> any thinny thing. I love it. So good. Uh, uh. So, and, and that's uh, that's that's our time, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Be sure to tip your bartenders. Uh, <laughs> Justin, what are your final thoughts it's on the song? A, it's a bird. It's a bird. <laughs> it's a bird. <laughs> Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song? Anything? Oh man! Um, like I said, man, two minutes of straight thrashing. This thing does not let up. Uh, I love the fact that Mitch came in and told us that little. Well, <laughs> came in to, to give us a little bit of his uh, insight on this song. Um, I didn't even catch the little bass flub at the end until I was. Oh, it's funny. It was part of my notes, and I didn't <laughs> say anything to him about it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was very fun. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is a great little track, man. What about you? But funny, funny though, to find that this was the yeah. first one to get uh, edged out. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I was pleasantly surprised. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it's just early uh, thrashy Jimmy World. When's the next time I'm looking at our uh, show schedule? It looks like it's going to be a little bit before I bug Mitch again, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> a couple months. So. Although I feel like he probably appreciates the the inquiries. You For know? sure. Just yeah, of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It seemed like he was having a good time in our conversation going back to uh, relive those days. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, man. Um, I guess uh, uh, without any further ado, um, you know, if you have a, a, a knee thing and you want to bring a bunch of people down to Disneyland <laughs> with you, uh, just remember to be excellent to each other. <laughs> and party on, dudes! <laughs>